possibilities because I thought about, we just came through the Christmas season, and please have your heart ready because I, I really do believe God wants to speak to us. Uh, we just came through this Christmas season, season and, and reflected on, on Jesus, the, 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 the whole uh, reason for the season, why he came. He came and he, uh, and you know, we just had communion, wonderful picture there, what he did for us. And, uh, but I thought about, I thought about Mary and how he took, he took this teenage girl, where's Emma at? He took, he took this teenage girl that's about Emma's age and he used her to change a world. He used her to radically change history and literally change eternity. He took a vessel. He took somebody that was uh, available and ready and, and willing. And we're going to talk about how possibilities can take place for us. I believe that God's looking. I believe that he's looking for people. And, and I believe as we get into today's message that, that uh, we will we will see that maybe us in that picture, that we could possibly be used by God in a mighty way. Uh, she, she didn't have a whole lot of history. Obviously, she was young. Uh, but she did have a lot of immaturity, I'm sure. I'm sure she had a lot of growing up to do. She wasn't perfect. She, all she was was a human being, a sinful human being that God chose to use. No different than you and I. And I want you to understand that. Because when we read that, many times we just, we read through it and we don't, we don't uh, dissect it enough and, and really realize what took place. That, that God took somebody and used them to be able to usher in our Savior, our Master, our Lord, to bring redemption, to bring, bring deliverance, to bring healing, to bring eternity to this lost and hurting world. Isn't that right? Yes. So what I want to do, there was an angel that visited her and uh, unfolded before her uh, God's plan for her life. And I don't think she understood it all. I think that she understood in a part. Because we know in a part, we see in a part, we understand in a part, Right? And so, but he, he, he started to unfold to her. And I, I'm, I'm going to say to you that probably you're, even tonight, that the Holy Spirit's going to speak some, some things and you're just going to know in part. You're not going to know a whole lot. All you need to do is hear the voice of God and you just need to be ready to say, let it be unto me according to your word. And I believe that God wants to speak no matter what age, no matter how young or how old, that God still has a plan. You've got breath, you're still breathing, then you've got a purpose here on this earth. And I believe that the possibilities are great. I believe that he can use you and I to change the world. So in that whole uh, conversation that that angel had with Mary, one of the statements that he made that I want to start out with is found in Luke's gospel, Luke chapter 1, verse 37. And it says this, for with God, nothing will be impossible. For with God, nothing, say nothing. Nothing, nothing will be impossible. He can take somebody that was a, an alcoholic, a drug addict, uh, not addict, I wasn't a drug addict, a druggie. I did drugs. 
but he, he took somebody that had uh, no education, had a, a, a pretty, pretty rough background, very, very dysfunctional home, was very, very dysfunctional, uh, you know, myself, and, uh, and he took me and he, he, he lifted me out of that, that place of darkness, he lifted me out of that place, and he says, listen, I'm going to change your life, I'm going to change your world, so that you can be an instrument of me and mine to change the world that you live in. And, and I, I believe that he's, he's only begun still. Uh, I, I mean, I'm still, I'm, I'm 56 years old. And uh, I'm believing God for 120 personally. I'm declaring and, and asking God, now I don't want to live to 120 just to be 120. I want to live to 120 strong and vibrant. That's one of the things that I'm declaring that I would be strong and vibrant. Say vibrant. I don't want to be laid up in some bed and hit 120. I want to be declaring and delivering the, the gospel everywhere I go. So possibilities, and uh, they're, they're for all of us. I believe it's the will of God that God wants to take impossible situations and he wants to make them possible in and through us. So let's talk about possibilities with God in this whole story. And, uh, uh, and, and the first thing that I want to say concerning this conversation that took place with the angel and Mary is this, is number one, is that possibilities come to those who capture God's attention. There was something about Mary that captured God's, God's attention that says, I can use her. And as I was looking over this story and I'm, I'm examining my own life, I'm thinking, God, what was it that was in her that you, that got your attention, that you said, I can use her to change a world. What is it? Because I want to, I want to be there so that you can use me to change a world. I don't want to live this life for me. I don't want to live it uh, for, for, my, for me, that's a small life. That's a small world. I want, I want to live it for him. I want to live it to change a, change a world. And however that may look, God, just do it, use it. I believe they've, even this message, this message will be heard and it goes all over the world. There's people that listen regularly on a, on a weekly basis that are not only in this nation but nations around the world through podcast. Amen. I love technology. Because we're able, to, we're able to reach people we don't even know. And, and I believe that the Holy Spirit's going gonna, gonna to use the words that I'm giving even now. And he's going he's gonna to potentially do something that's going to reach multitudes, maybe possibly in some other country. Because somebody's going to hear just like Mary heard, and they're going to accept what God is saying to them and they're going to make themselves available. And God's going to use them to change multitudes of lives. Amen. And so in Luke chapter 1, verse 28, the angel said this. It says, And having come, having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Now notice that it says, Highly favored. Highly favored one. Why did she find favor with God? What was it that was in her that captured God's attention that God, that, that the angel said that God has favored her life 
and he wants to use her. What was it? I believe one of the things that probably was a characteristic that captured the, the heart and, the, and the, the attention of God was that she was probably hungry for God. That her hunger for God was greater than, than anything else. That she hungered God more than she hungered the things of this world. I, I can't prove it, but I believe that there's something that captured his attention. And I do know that scripture, as we go in, you know, the, the, the devil, when he came to tempt Jesus, what did he do? He tempted him with something to, to eat here on this earth. There's things that, that the devil's constantly tempting people with, appealing to their flesh. But Jesus says, no, I'm, I'm more hungry for the word of God than I am for my, the bread that could satisfy this flesh. God, he said, man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And she, I believe she was hungry. She, she wanted God's word to be fulfilled in her life more than anything in this flesh. I really believe that. I believe that that was, that was one thing that, that caused her, caused her to stand out so that God took notice so that God would say, I'm going to use you. Second Chronicles 16.9 out of the Message Bible says it this way. It says, God is always on the alert, constantly on the lookout for people who are totally committed to him. I like the way that the message brings it out. He, he's, he's looking out for, for people that, man, God, I just want you. I want, I, I want to I commend you for being here tonight. I know it's raining. But you made it. Amen. You're doing good. And I believe that God's going to speak to you. And I don't know why, what he's going to speak. I don't know how he's going to speak to you. But I believe he's going to speak to you tonight. And, and, and he's watching. A matter of fact, Psalm, one of my favorite scriptures, uh, Psalm uh, 101 verse 6 says it this way. It says, my eyes will look with favor on the faithful in the land so that they may serve me. He who walks without blame will help me. And now God is here. You know, the, the, devil's, the devil's looking for our hunger too, by the way. He, he's, seen to, he's looking to see what we're hungering for. And, and, and that's what he did with Jesus. He tempted Jesus. And, uh, and, and, but I'm here to tell you that God is looking for our hunger. He's wanting to see what we're hungry for. Are you hungry for God? You know, this whole 21 days of prayer and fasting, some people take it serious, some, there he goes again, another year, calling us to fast, calling us to pray. Well, we ought to be praying every day, so that shouldn't be out of the ordinary. And, and honestly, it ought to be a, a lifestyle. And if it isn't, no condemnation, I would ask you to get in and, and create a habit of prayer, that you're, t- you're spending time with God. Set aside the hungers of the flesh and start hungering for the presence of God. Start hungering for what God wants. And I'm, I'm here to tell you, you're going to get God's attention. Amen. Right now, you've got the devil's attention if, if, you're not, if you're not pressing into God. Isn't that right? And he's bringing temptations. He's, doing, he's going to do it anyway. But, but those temptations are going to be stronger they're going to be more, uh, 
appealing to us when we're not pressing into God. And so James chapter 1 verse 14, it's not up there, but it says, But each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and enticed. We could say it this way, when he's drawn away by his own hungers. The things that he hungers for in his life. And so, man, I'm telling you, God, Mary had God's attention. And, 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 and I, 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 I was telling, to, I was talking to somebody today about fasting. They're, they're, they live somewhere else and they're going to participate in the fast with us. And they were asking me about fasting, so I was, I was letting them know that uh, the first three or four days, if you go full fast, the first three or four days are going to be the toughest because your flesh is going to yell, it's going to kick, it's going to scream, it's going to cry, it's going to, you know, it's going to do all kinds of crazy things. That's what your flesh is going to do. But once you get past that uh, three or four days, then it'll shut up. And I said, and I told him, I said, the thing after that, that will take place after that is just your, just the taste in your mouth, drinking water, it just, it, it kind of gets bad after a while, but you'll, you'll live. <laughs> but you'll be glad that you did. The sensitivity that you'll, you'll receive uh, by uh, starving the flesh and feeding your spirit is wonderful. Okay, so that was the first thing that I saw is that possibilities come to those who capture God's attention. The second thing that I want us to look at here is that possibilities come to those who will let God interrupt their lives. Interrupt their lives. Some people don't like to be interrupted. They don't like their routines interrupted. They don't like their... Their, their dreams, their decisions. Do you know she had a dream, I'm sure? She was about to be married. I'm sure she had her life planned out at least for the next year, at least for the next maybe five years. But her, her dream and her ambitions and her, uh, her direction of her life got interrupted by God. And somehow God knew that. He knew he knew that he could interrupt her life and it'd be okay. And I'm going to tell you, it has to be okay for God to interrupt our lives. And I got to thinking about, well, let me, let me read the scripture to you. I'm going to, I'm going to meddle a little bit, maybe, maybe uh, m- m- what's that, mess with an apple cart, kind of see if I can... You know, just uh, at least shake it up, if not turn it over. But Luke chapter 1, verse 29, it says, But when she saw him, she was troubled at the saying, and considered what manner of greeting this was. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. You know, that word favor also is... is, um, is um, defined as grace. You found grace. Some translations use it, grace. You have found grace with God. And that word grace is an amazing thing. The word, there's many meanings, but one, one meaning that I like uh, with uh, the word grace is defi- de- uh, de- de- divine influence. 
God had divine influence. He had influence in her life. And he also knew she had the grace to be able to carry it out. Carry it out. The grace to, to, to go ahead and, and uh, 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 position herself, herself to, to be used by God to bring the Son of God here on this earth. It was a grace. And, and grace comes to the humble. So she was a humble woman. She had humility on her life. She was hungry. She was humble. I believe that she, she was, uh, and what is humble? It's just saying, God, you know better than I do. You know what's best than, better than me. You know, uh, uh, as a pastor, God's given me, he's given me leadership over this church, but I can't force people to do whatever I feel like God's leading us to do, Right? Hey, we're having four, uh, first Wednesday. Come on, let's join in. We need to be here. We need to hear from God. Amen. Uh, we've got small groups. It's so important that leaders stand up and lead small groups. It's not a program. It's not a, a program that we do. We ought to be involved in people's lives. It will change your life. It will change other people's lives. We're just, we're just listen, God, however you want to interrupt our lives, interrupt our lives. But whatever you do, just use us. Cause us to be everything that you want us to be, Lord. Interrupted. We hate interruptions. When's the last time you were interrupted by God? When's the last time that you allowed God to interrupt you? And by the way, typically he will interrupt you through leadership, through your pastor or other leaders that are over your life. They, God will use leadership to interrupt your life. Amen. Is, isn't it interesting here? Let me, let me just... Jesus, he was... He, he's, you know, he's love, right? One day he was out ministering and he was out, you know, doing what he does and he went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. So he, that's, he was always on mission. He was always about building the kingdom of God. And so here he is, he's ministering and then he came up upon multitudes of people. And when he saw them, it broke his heart. The Bible, says, he, the Bible says it this way. He was moved with compassion. That it was something deep. It's like, oh, it broke him. He was moved with compassion. Because they were people that were like sheep without a shepherd. They, they were wandering. They were scattered, the Bible says. Hurting. And it hurt him. He turned to his disciples and he says, the harvest is plentiful. Where we have a problem, boys, team, dream team, where we have a problem is that we don't have enough people that will allow me to interrupt their lives. The harvest is plenteous, but the labors are One thing that I will not do, and I'm not doing it tonight, if, you, if, if maybe you're here and you feel a little condemned, that's not my objective. 
My objective is to motivate you. God wants to use you in a very, very, very powerful way. You have to let God interrupt your life. And by the way, it's his life, not ours any, anyway. We need to quit treating it as, his, as if we're the owners of this life. We're just simply stewards of it. We're, we're simply to follow him as he leads and by the way, you cannot follow him until you start to, to deny yourself. Once again, Amen. 21 days of fasting and prayer. Deny yourselves. Pick up your cross daily and follow me. Right? Are you with me? Okay, so possibilities come to those who capture God's attention Possibilities come to those who will let God interrupt their lives. And one more, one more thought, because I always bring you three. Possibilities come to those whose heart, whose hearts are all in and unswayed. She was all in. She was all in. Luke chapter 1, verse 38. Look at this. And Mary said, Behold, the maid servant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. I meant to get that in another translation because it, I really like the way that it brings it out. And it says, uh, behold, I'm your servant. I'm your servant. Let it be to me according to your word. Whatever you say, sir. I'm your servant. I'm, I'm not living this life to serve me. I'm here to serve you, sir. And so whatever you say, I'm all in. I'm all in. I'm all in. I'm not going to be swayed. And for her, by the way, <laughs> she was all in. <laughs> because for her, it, it isn't like, okay, uh, I changed my mind. I don't want to be pregnant anymore. I've not done this before, and this isn't as fun as I thought it was going to be. Uh, you know, it's, it's, not, it's not fun anymore. How many times have I heard that say, well, I just don't have a heart for it anymore. Well, you know what? Your heart goes wherever you direct it. And, and so you, you can, the Bible tells us in Colossians, it tells us that we're to live wholeheartedly as under the Lord. Whatever we do, we're to do it heartedly. We're to give our heart into it. Here's, here's a couple of things. I, I just did several funer funerals. I did a couple of funerals just recently. And, uh, and Debbie's grandma's one of them. I do not like doing funerals. I do not like doing uh, uh, weddings. It's just something I don't do. I don't like to do. I do them. But I'm, I'm going to tell you what I do do. It wasn't meant to be funny. <laughs> uh, thank you, Rusty. Stay spiritual. <laughs> Nod your head and act spiritual anyway. So, so, but what I do do is whenever I do what I do, I put my whole heart in it. I never re resent it. I never resist it. I never think, ah, I hate doing this. I just do it. And I enjoy it. I, I, I 
put my heart in it. And I give it my all. I never go in half-hearted. I don't ever come to this, ever come to this place half-hearted or half-prepped. Whatever I do, I come. I don't care if it's uh, a few or many. I'm always going to be prepared. I'm always going to be prepared. I'm all in. Why? Lord, I'm your servant. And whatever your word says, I'll do it. I'll do it. And it's amazing. I I just talked to uh, somebody. uh, uh, What's today? Gosh, these holidays. Uh, Wednesday. I guess it would have been Monday. Okay, Monday. Uh, I was talking to somebody Monday. And um, and, uh, uh, the lady that I did a funeral for, uh, uh, for her. Her, her mother passed, and, and uh, she said after doing that funeral that God spoke to her daughter, and uh, she says it was just like he was talking to me, and we know that's the Holy Spirit. And, uh, and after that funeral, her daughter got back into church and got her family back into church. I don't think, I don't think God would use me in a funeral if my heart wasn't in it, Amen. if I wasn't all in. I know, I know that when I speak, that God's going to take it and he's going to do something in, in the lives of others. He's going he's to do some things. Tonight, I believe that God wants to speak to us. I believe that he wants to do something in us. So my question to you as we kick off this new year, will you... Go after the possibilities. Will you allow yourself to be interrupted? Will you allow yourself to uh, grab God's attention? Will you do, as we talked about just a moment ago, will we be all in? Will we put our heart in it? Your heart is what God's looking for. The Bible tells us that it's not, you know, you can have all the actions but if your heart's not in it, you're missing the mark. Amen. The Bible says they worshiped me and, and, and pursued me with their, with their lips, but the heart was far from me. God's looking for heart. Re-engage if you're disengaged. And if you are engaged, stay engaged. Because the Bible says guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it flows the very essence of life. The Bible tells us over and over, don't lose heart. Don't lose heart. Even when you're doing well, when you're sowing and you're giving of yourself and you're, you're, doing, you're doing wonderful things with your life, the Bible says you keep on doing it. Don't lose heart in well-doing. For in due season, you're going to see the results. You're going to see a, a good harvest. And so what's God saying to you tonight? What's the Holy Spirit saying to you? Let's pray. Father, we thank you tonight.